today. Also, for those joining us online, we uh, welcome you and are thankful that you are a part of the service, too. Today is uh, an exciting day. It's uh, a day that has really been built toward and is also the beginning of something new here at FBC. It's a, a day that we are really excited about as we get to commission uh, Stephen Ministers today. Now, Stephen Ministry is a caring ministry. It's a very Jesus-centered, caring ministry for uh, the majority of uh, issues that you may face in life. And we have an equipped a group of individuals who have been trained and will continue to be trained that we're going to commission here today. But this started years ago when Lori Kraft, our Stephen leader and our care minister, began talking about how do we better care for our congregation and then ultimately how does that overflow into our community. And so we had many times of prayer and conversation and came across Stephen ministry. And it just seemed to be exactly what God was calling us towards and to. And so you may recall last, uh, well, this past August, that we commissioned Lori as our Stephen leader, as the one who was tasked with uh, developing Stephen ministry as a ministry of training leaders and uh, equipping them to care for us as a congregation and ultimately the community. Now, Lori went through her training, and then she turned around and trained uh, 10 uh, individuals who are here today and one who is unable to be here today for 11 total. Uh, these individuals had 18 different sessions that they walked through uh, with about 45 hours of time together. That doesn't count their time reading and studying and working on this beyond that. And just to give you a small perspective of what they're going through training-wise, see this blue book right here, this one? Right here on the top, that was that 45 hours that I just referenced. They're going to go through this red book next. And then there's three other books that they have used as reference and are reading and working through. And uh, it's overwhelming, but a huge blessing. And as they've walked through it, they've seen, and you'll hear in just a moment, how the Lord has used this. And uh, it was a big step of faith. Um, as Lori and I sat with these individuals and interviewed them ahead of time, is it was a step of faith. Uh, for them to step into something that was really a large uh, commitment uh, to the Lord. And so today, we are commissioning these Stephen ministers who will be able to provide to you and ultimately to the community this Jesus-centered care. And uh, together, we're giving thanks, and we're taking part of this service to celebrate their gifts and talents and ultimately the Spirit of God empowering them in ministry as they begin their ministry here. And so... As they come forward here in just a moment, what they're going to do is they're going to bring a statement of readiness, a commitment with a number of statements that they are signing and agreeing to uh, coming out of their training. And they're going to set it on the podium here in just a moment as a uh, surrender before the Lord. But before they do that and before they come forward, I want to share two passages of Scripture which speak to the ministry, which speak to the heart of Stephen ministry. First, Paul wrote this in Second Corinthians. He said, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of comfort, who comforts us all in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So we as followers of Jesus have received this comfort and this care from the Lord, and we're called to pass that on to others. And in Colossians 3, Paul wrote, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, 
it is the Lord Christ you are serving. And so as these Stephen ministers minister and care uh, for you, it's ultimately the Lord that they are serving as they follow after him, as they meet you in whatever that need may be, whether great, whether small, uh, whether it's been a lifelong reality or just a current occurrence, uh, they are prepared to serve you. So at this time, I would like to invite all of our Stephen ministers to set their uh, statement of readiness there and then come forward. And I'm going to turn it over to our Stephen leader and care minister, Lori, and she'll introduce them and have uh, some comments here as well. Isn't this just an amazing group of individuals? So very proud of each of them and the commitment that they have made over the last few months. I would like to introduce them to you. First, we have Dee Converse, Jessica Jarrett, Reba Lark, Brenda Murphy, Sharon Robinson, Deb Schwan, Randy Schwan. Give him applause. <laughs> As you can see, he's the only dude. <laughs> Jay Server, Melinda Waffle, and Shirley Works. And we are missing one, and we're all going to wave because I know she's watching. Hey, Marie. Marie had surgery on Friday, and we miss her being with us. It was Marie Tracy. So I have asked um, a few of them if they would share with us a brief testimony of what this has meant to them. So, Dee, if you would start. Uh, it has been a real blessing to be uh, working with the Stephen Ministry. And I think we are now um, ready to start helping others who are suffering from emotional pains. And praise to the Lord for that. My friend Dee here warns me to not give a sermon. <laughs> I just always have so much going on in this head. And I pray the Holy Spirit just whatever, you know, he wants to put out of me. Um, and basically, that's what this ministry is. Thanks, God, for leading that. Um, all my life, I've always loved hearing stories of people having healing in their life, transformations, whether it's the mind, the heart, just, you know, life circumstances. And I feel so blessed to be a part of this beautiful ministry where basically we are being equipped um, not only with the skill set to come alongside and walk with someone, um, but also our, our hearts have been trained and our minds have been trained to think like Christ and to view others through Christ and love them in a way that Christ loves. Not the, let's try and fix everything, um, but let me just, let me be here for you. Let me open my hands. Let me look you in the eyes. Let me hear you. What's going on? Uh, what's something you can tell me that you don't have the ability to tell someone in your life because for whatever reason, you, um, you, just, you can't do that. Um, so it's just a wonderful ministry, and I'm so excited to come alongside uh, people who are having any kind of bump, trial, difficulty in their life and seeing God work in that person through a relationship um, and growing us as well. Oh. Doesn't she do a wonderful job? <laughs> 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 
Well, we had many, many weeks of training for this occupation, I will call it. It's, it's a privilege to be able to do it, and we learn lots of things. And um, But yet, I, I'm not sure that I felt like I was truly ready to go out and work with people that needed care. But then in the, in the last module, there was one sentence that really stuck out to me, and I want to read it to you. I will trust Jesus through the Holy Spirit to continually equip and empower me for this ministry and to be present and active in all my caring visits. So to me, it's that I don't have to be able to do it on my own, that the Holy Spirit will work with me and through me. People in crisis, men and women, need someone who will listen to their heart, come alongside them, and lift them up to the Lord. And that is what the Stephen ministry does. And whether you're a man or a woman, you have an opportunity to have someone sit down with you and hear your heart. We know as we go forward to do this in this capacity to serve Jesus Christ, that we're not alone. And we have God. We have the Holy Spirit leading us. And we have one another to lift each other up and to help us serve Christ through the ministry of Stephen ministry. Well, this time I'm going to ask you in front of each other and in front of this congregation uh, a a few comments I'm going to make and then ask you to make some vows of commitment. And then I'm going to ask you as a congregation to make a commitment towards these Stephen ministers. But first, each of you have been comforted by God with the good news of Jesus's life, death, and resurrection. We ask you now to join in serving our Lord and those in our congregation and community who need to be comforted. As Jesus has responded to your needs, we ask that you would be responsive to the needs of others. As Jesus took the burdens of the world on his shoulders and has been a friend in troubled times for each of you, we ask that you would help those who are burdened and troubled. As Jesus patiently listens when you turn to him, we ask you to be a patient listener in a hurried world. As Jesus has broken down the barriers that separated you from God, we ask that you heal divisions wherever you find them and that you trust God to make the people whole. As part as the spirit of Christ has given you gifts for service, we ask you to use your skills, talents, and prayers to help the people that you serve. And as Jesus has shown you his care, we ask that you help this congregation grow as a caring community through your own caring ministry. And finally, as Jesus has revealed his presence to you through faith, we ask that you share your personal experiences of faith with those around you, that they too may celebrate and see and know the presence of Christ in our world today. So I have three questions for uh, the 10 of you here and uh, Marie at home. Are you prepared to meet those requests that we ask of you? If so, respond yes with the help of God. Are you prepared to nurture the skills that you have learned and use them in the service to others to support, encourage, build up, and comfort people in their needs? 
And finally, are you prepared to serve as Stephen ministers here at Family Bible Church? Excellent. And then to you, the congregation, I, I turn two questions for you. And I'm going to ask you, too, if you agree with this, to reply yes with the help of God. Now we ask you, Family Bible Church, to open your hearts to the ministry of these people and to pray for them, that they may be effective servants of Christ. Are you prepared to meet this request? If so, answer yes with the help of God. One final question. Will you accept their ministry when you when you help, excuse me, will you help Let's try this again. Let's rewind this here. There's a lot of words here. Will you accept their ministry when you need help and allow these individuals to work with you as you face struggles in your life that you might receive support and help from your Christian brothers and sisters? If so, reply yes with the help of God. And I sincerely pray that you mean that. Those of you that, you that replied that way is that these individuals are here for you. Each of them will have one care receiver, someone seeking that comfort and care at a time. Uh, so Randy's going to be a hot commodity there uh, as, as it's male to male, female to female. Uh, and so we need more males too with this. Uh, so there's a, a plug there for that. But each of these uh, care, uh, Stephen ministers will, will be open to receive and, and care for you uh, as you walk through this. And that no matter how big or how small you think this is, is that this may be uh, an opportunity for you to have someone walk alongside of you uh, and really consistently care for you. So, so I do pray that those are, are true words that you said. This time I want to turn it back over to Lori as Lori is going to uh, give each Stephen minister a certificate, a uh, pin, and then also uh, speak a word of blessing over them. It is my honor to be able to do this. Deconverse, blessed is the person whose strength is the Lord Jesus. May you ever find strength in him for your ministry and your life. Jessica Jarrett. May the Lord Jesus, who has graciously called you his disciple, now strengthen you by his spirit for your ministry and into his world. <laughs> Reba Lark, may the Lord Jesus be present with you in every place as you carry his name and serve him. Murphy. Our Lord Jesus touched the lives of people in many ways. May he shower his love upon you and sustain you in the ministry that lies before you. <laughs> Sharon Robinson, may the God of all peace keep you sound in body, mind, and spirit and strengthen you for the ministry to which you have been called. May the Lord Jesus keep you in his grace in all you do from this day forth. Thank you.
Randy Schwan on Wednesday night, I also, and they have a copy of it, gave them each a blessing. And Randy's was, you are strong as a lion, yet gentle as a lamb. And we so appreciated Randy's strength and commitment. And he wasn't quite sure coming in because they had to have prayer partners. He didn't even have a prayer partner in our group because they had to be have a prayer partner with another man. And so we are thankful for his prayer partner stepping up that wasn't in our group. But Randy has... It's been awesome. It's been wonderful to have him there, and um, he needs some people, and we need more men. So I'm sure God's tapping on your shoulder right now. Um, <laughs> Randy, may Christ, the rock of our salvation, equip you to be a living stone in all of your life. Praise God. Thank you. <laughs> Jay Serber. As God has loved us in Jesus the Christ, may God bless you as you share with others the love that you have received from God. will read Marie's, even though she's not here with us. May you share the love Christ has for all people and be moved by his life to care for them as you experience Christ's love for you. And thank you, Marie, for also being with us. <laughs> Melinda Waffle, may you share Christ's ever-abundant love with others so that they and you may grow in his wholeness. Surely works. May the Spirit dwell in you richly, filling you with joy and peace and courage and encourage for all your endeavors in the Lord's service. And I love this one because it talks about filled with joy and peace. And you are always have a smile and always encouraging, and you encourage me every single meeting. So thank you. close this time, uh, this part of the service with these words and a, a prayer. Because you have promised faithfully, Stephen Ministers, to serve the Lord and his people, I commend you the care and the guidance of the Holy Spirit as you turn and care for others. And may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I invite us all to pray over them. Oh God, we ask that you take Dee and Jessica, Reba, Brenda, Sharon, Deb, Randy, Jay, Marie, Melinda, and Shirley into your care. You have blessed them with gifts and talents, and you've provided them with an opportunity to learn more about helping others. May they serve you with the power of the Holy Spirit, May they be quick to serve, patient to listen, and willing to share themselves with other people. Give us thankful hearts for them and uh, show them in times of stress and satisfaction a special measure of your mercy and joy, keeping them strong in the faith that you've given them for the sake of Jesus, who cares for all of us in every way. Amen. So I want to invite you uh, to, to consider two things. There's one, maybe you need care. And I invite you to go back and visit at the coffee bar, the Stephen Ministry uh, hub there. And there'll be someone back there, and you can find out more information about how do I receive care from a Stephen Minister. Or maybe, as Lori said, uh, God's been tapping on your shoulder, whether you are a man or a woman, and saying, hey, I wish I had done that, or I want to do that. 
Well, this August, we're going to, around the August time, we're going to start another cohort, another group of individuals will walk through this training. And so maybe that's you, so that's something to pray about, and you can also find out more information uh, back there. So uh, thank you for uh, your attention, and uh, turn it over to Nick to pray. And Well, good morning. Can we give these awesome individuals one more round of applause? <clears throat> It is such an accomplishment, and I can think of, it was usually Wednesday nights, but many different weeks seeing all the cars out here in the parking lot through snowstorms, and they were here, they were faithful in, in meeting and, and walking through this together. And uh, one thing I really want to encourage you all with, too, as we continue to support them as they care for us, you don't have to be a Stephen minister to care for the people around you. And so regardless of whether or not you uh, feel called to step into this ministry Take a look at the people around you. Ask God, how can I help these people today? How can I listen? How can I love them with whatever it is that they need? And recognize that you, too, as followers of Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit in you. You can care for those around you. And I think these people up here probably have some great tips from all their training. And so if you're like, I don't know how to deal with this situation, come talk to one of these people. I'm sure they would love to walk through that with you. And uh, just as we continue on in celebration today, you heard from Rocky earlier celebrating what God is doing in Uganda. And uh, it's just a blessing to know that God is at work. He's on the move in a world that is in pain, in a world that is hurting. And I was thinking, even as we celebrate here today with our Stephen ministers, I was thinking of a psalm. This is Psalm 95, just a few verses I wanted to share with you this morning. I think very fitting for what we've been talking about and celebrating here today. This is what the psalmist writes. He says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. It sounded like you were singing for joy this morning. You guys, it sounded awesome as we worshiped together in song. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. We're thankful for what God is doing and how he's at work in this world around us. For the Lord is the great God, the great king above all gods. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. We are under God's care. And I love that picture of care as, you know, we don't really, most of us don't have sheep anymore, I'm assuming. But back in, in David's day, being a shepherd was a very normal occurrence. And caring for your sheep, caring for your flock. God has entrusted the people here to us as pastors, to Stephen ministers, and again, as, as each other that we want to be caring for the people around us. God is a God who cares, who comforts, who comes alongside us in our troubles. And so let's worship him for that today. Let's give him thanks for that today. And I just ask you to, to bow your heads and join me in prayer this morning. God, you are the God of comfort, the God of care, the God of love. Lord, you are the Lord of lords and the King of kings that you came down to us. That you took that step towards us to teach to listen, to care for us in our pain, in our hurt, and our brokenness. Lord, we give you praise. We worship you for the ways that you are at work. But even this morning, getting to hear of uh, the work that you're doing in Uganda through Rocky and the ministry there. Lord, thank you, thank you 
that those boys, those young men are coming to know you, that they're placed in their faith in you, that you are bringing about life transformation for them because of the care that Rocky and his team are able to provide for them. Lord, today we thank you for the Reesters in Mexico, for the ministry that they're doing as they provide care, as they bring about spiritual life transformation. Lord, that people would come to know you like never before there. Lord, we celebrate these Stephen ministers and the step of faith that they have taken to trust you. We ask that you would use them in a mighty way, that you would speak through them as they listen and as they care for people, not just in this church, but in this community. Lord, there are so many hurting, broken people, even just here in this room or watching online right now. Lord, I pray that you would drive us to run to you first and foremost, or to experience the love and the care that you have for us. Father, today we lift up the nations of Ukraine and and Russia and uh, so many others who are affected by the ongoing conflict. Lord, we pray that you would save lives, Lord, even more so that you would save souls. That people would come to know you through this like never before. And knowing that there are people worshiping you in the midst of this trial, Lord, I pray that people would be drawn towards you, that you, knowing you're a God of peace, would bring about peace externally, but Lord, even more so peace within, that people would know you like never before. And so God, as we continue on in our celebration today of what you have been doing in our hearts and our lives, Lord, we trust you today. We worship you in this place. It's in your wonderful, powerful, amazing name that we pray. Amen. I want to invite Chris back up. We are wrapping up our rhythm series today with a day of worship and celebration. One thing that I meant to say to our Stephen leaders is, our ministers, is that they may be excused. Some of them were here for both services, so if you uh, need to step out or go back with your families or whatever it may be, uh, please do so. Forgive me for not saying that earlier. In the remaining few minutes here, I want us to consider one uh, thing, and that is the rhythm that we have continued to walk in is really the rhythm of worship and praise and celebration today. We've talked about a number of rhythms the last few weeks, the last month and a half of daily devotion, what it means to walk with God, what it means to pray, the rhythm of prayer, sacrificial giving and service. Uh, Nick shared on sharing your story about having a one, and I can't emphasize enough, and I'm going to continue to emphasize this, and you're going to get really sick of me hearing saying this, is that you should have a one if you're a follower of Jesus. You're not just praying for the world. You're not just praying for your family. Who is that one that you're really intentional about? And for you really ambitious people, have a two or have a three. That's fine. Um, but the intentionality is the point. Last week, John talked about repentance. And if you walked in here didn't thinking that you or thinking that you did not have a stronghold, you might have probably walked out being like, oh, wait, I do have a stronghold. This is an area in my life where I need to really repent and turn from and pointed out a number of things in our life. But as we've already done today, is it was worship and praise and celebration. And we as followers of Christ, myself included, especially me, we can all do a better job when it comes to worshiping and praising and celebrating what God did. That's why we took time here today to celebrate the significant accomplishment of these Stephen ministers and allowing them to have this time. The psalmist wrote this in, verse, or in chapter 71. My mouth will tell of your righteous deeds. So there's some of us that are like, well, I'm going to worship God in my heart. I'm going to worship God in my mind. 
It says, my mouth. My mouth will tell of your righteous deeds. We need to communicate that to each other and here and when we're out and about. It says, I will, I will, of your saving acts all day long, though I know not how to relate them all. I love that. Is that even though you may not understand what's happening or what's unfolding around you, that you know that God is working. Like, I can't quite relate to this thing right now. There's something happening, but I trust God in this. Verse 16, the psalmist continues in that way. I will come and proclaim your mighty acts. Sovereign Lord. Sovereign. Sovereign. He is sovereign. He's in control. I will proclaim your righteous deeds, yours alone. The psalmist is recognizing the fact that we need to share, we need to praise, we need to worship, we need to celebrate what God has done. And we've done that today through song, through prayer, through the Stephen ministers, and through the hearing of the word. And I'm going to encourage you in a moment to do that. We're to speak of God. Phil Baker wrote these words about worship. He said, worship isn't just the musical portion of your Sunday morning church service. Worship is constant. It's an attitude. Worship continues after the worship service has ended and should extend into your weekdays. Paul instructs us in Romans 12.1 to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Offering your body means to do whatever you do to the glory of God. Worship is done while you drive, while you eat, while you work, while you search for something to watch on Netflix. Just about any act can be an act of worship. As Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. It's his perspective. Whatever we do, we're, we're not doing it for other humans. We're doing it to praise God. No matter how big it is or how insignificant it may seem, it's about perspective. Worship and praise and celebration is about perspective. Do we think that we accomplished it? Are we thanking God for the work that he has done in and through and around us? In John 4, Jesus meets a Samaritan woman. And they have a conversation and he says, this is what worship is. It includes two things. It includes spirit and truth. Truth that it it emanates from our hearts. It emanates from sincerity. That it emanates from the truest part. That it is an overflow of what God is doing in us. And it comes from spirit. That it is a motivation of the spirit of God pointing out what God is doing around us. It's having the eyes to see what God is doing in us and around us and through us. The beauty and the splendor of God through Jesus Christ. So I ask you, do we have eyes to see? Are we motivated from a place of truth? Are we allowing the Spirit of God to look around and say, I'm working here. God's working here. God's working here. I see Him. And what I'm doing, everything I'm doing, whether it's my job or my relationships or my time at home, in the neighborhood, or whatever it may be, is it glorifying God? Is it an overflow of worship because of what God has done in me and through me? Is it promoting truth? Is truth flowing 
from me because of Jesus. Now, if we had more time this morning, I was going to pass a mic, and I was going to have you all share, a number of you share. And there's a number of ways that God is working around us. Go ahead and put that list up, Adrian, if you would. I want you to think of what God has been doing in you and through you. And maybe you haven't paused, but this is some of the things that have been around us recently. As I've already mentioned, is the, the first few are where we've been the last number of weeks of talking about the relationship with Christ and prayer and giving and story and repentance. If you've been in a rooted group, how many of you are in a rooted group right now? There's over 120 adults from the church in a rooted group. These are some of the things that you have done or are going to do. You've had a prayer experience where you've set aside at least an hour to pray. And I've talked to so many people, like, I just haven't done that ever or in the longest time to just pray for an hour. So if you're in a rooted group, you've done that. There's a confession of stronghold. In the rooted groups, this may motivate you or scare you away from rooted groups, is you split up guys with guys, girls with girls, and, and share what are the strongholds, and you pray for one another. So maybe you've confessed a stronghold. There's a service project, and some of you have done your service project. Some of us have yet to do that. You've shared life and community. There's been rededication, rededications. There's, that's cold, wrong too. Is, uh, and there's been salvations. And so there is this process that God is just working in us. His Spirit is moving around us and in us. God is doing a work. So how can you worship and celebrate and praise God? What is it? So this is what I'm going to send you out with here today. Is I am going to challenge you to share and worship God and praise God with someone around you before you leave or in that car ride home. That you take a moment. You don't just rush out of here. That you take a moment and you share what God is doing. Celebrate what God is doing in you. Maybe it's something like I just started praying more often. Or my life has been completely turned upside down and I'm trusting God in this. What is it for you? Someone shared with me in first service that there's been something that they have just, God has been tapping them on the shoulder with for the last 10 years. This person said I could share this. Tapping on their shoulder for 10 years and they finally confessed it, and they finally made that right. And they just laughed. I'm like, I just have been carrying this for the longest of time, but I feel free. Maybe that's you. Because these rhythms are not meant to be burdens. These rhythms are meant to provide health and well-being and life and life to the full. We all have rhythms. It's whether or not they're healthy rhythms. So what I want to do is we wrap up our time here this morning. Because I want to pray a prayer of blessing over you. I want to speak a word of encouragement over you. That we as a church will continue in these healthy rhythms. We're going to be going into the next season, our Lenten season, moving toward Easter. And our series is simply called Pray. We're going to focus on the Lord's Prayer and, and the heart of this is that we would be even more so a praying church. 
that the rhythm of prayer would just flow through us. Because this is how God is moving. This is what God is working through is prayer. So I'm going to ask us just to pause for a moment to reflect, to worship God, to praise God, to celebrate what he's doing. And I want to pray a prayer of blessing over you. So let's just pause here for this moment. Merciful Father, gracious God, we worship you this morning for the way you have been working. Lord, you are so good. Lord, we love you. God, I pray for those individuals here and who are at home that see you working around them, who witness your goodness, where it's easy to worship you, to praise you, and to celebrate you. Lord, we pray that you continue to strengthen them and may their heart draw near to you. God, I especially also pray for those who are struggling here today. Lord, who feel distant, who feel broken, who feel abandoned, who feel forgotten. Where it's hard to worship and praise and celebrate. Lord, I think your word that says that you're close to the brokenhearted. So, Father, I pray that, God, this season for these individuals in this brokenheartedness would draw toward you. God, that each person would lean into you. Lord, even if it's hard to see right now, God, that they would find something to worship you and praise you for. God, for us as a, a church, God, part of the, the larger body of Christ. I pray that we would be in step with you. And Lord, as we walk into this next season of prayer and um, the Lenten season leading towards Good Friday and Easter, we pray that we would um, really reflect, really pause, that we would commune with you. We would listen in prayer. We would speak in prayer. Lord, as it is written in Romans, may we be a people who offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. May we be a people who are holy and pleasing before you, God. May this be the true and proper worship that you call us to. And Jesus, whatever that is that we do, May we be a people who work with all our heart, working for you, not for humans. Lord, I'm thankful for 
that each person who hears and receives these words, God, may we walk in them in faith as we worship you in spirit and truth. So, Lord, we love you. God, we commit this day, week, month, and year ahead to you. Lord, thank you for the work that you're doing. God, we worship you. We love you. We pray this in your name. Amen.